0: My name's Frank England and six and a half years ago when I left the farm I decided to come and help at the lighthouse so I've been a guide and also do the gardening here and I enjoy it very much. My uncle was a lighthouse keeper and he told me a few things quite a few years back, 1940s. The lighthouse was originally on the Margaret Brock Reef. Was eight kilometres off the point of Cape Jaffa.
1: Let's take a tour around the lighthouse. At the moment we're, uh, we've climbed up the steps So we're on the first floor. What's in this room, Frank? There's
0: a picture of the one lady that was here in 1892 and she's made a perfect shell and seaweed picture over here called a diorama. Absolutely beautiful, made 118 years ago and it's absolutely perfect. The lighthouse works like the grandfather's clock. It's got the set of weights that weighs 145 pounds and that is wound up to the top. If it freewheels down, it comes down in an hour and a half. The chap that's on duty has to wind it every hour so as to make sure light doesn't run flat. Sounds quite strenuous. Yeah, well, they've got to be on the job, that's for sure. Like in the old days, there were no radios and things, so they had to have Morse code to talk to the shore at night time and also the boats at night time. And in the daytime, they had the flags. We were allowed to light the light for the first time in January two oh six and so the old gentleman came back he was 86 years old and he said he went on duty in the middle of the day one day and this cargo boat was going on the wrong side of the lighthouse he said and he got out with the flags and given them the message to clear it to the other side he said and all of a sudden the boat swerved out and missed going on the incorrect side he said, I'd love to know. He said, that's the first time he'd ever had the reason to use the flags. And he was 86 years old and he still didn't know whether he'd saved the boat, didn't get sunk.
1: Well, that's the main thing. Anything else in this room? They have their book here that has to be filled in when each body goes on duty. So if you do ever come to visit the Cape Jaffa Lighthouse in Kingston, a lot of the records have all been preserved here, especially uh, the log books kept by the light keepers, as well as a list of all of the Cape Jaffa Lighthouse keepers that have come and gone. So we've got one here recorded, J. Montgomery, from the 15th of December, 1871. So it goes right through to when the lighthouse was deactivated in 1972, the last lighthouse keeper was R.A. Shearer. We've got a winding staircase. It's 15 steps up to the sleeping quarters.
0: When the descendants of the lighthouse keepers found out this was a museum on the beach, they returned a lot of the articles that had originally been on the lighthouse. Some very valuable things here. We we're in the bedroom up here, and this one window here got busted when it was coming in from Cape Jaffa, so it is only single. It's a very long way, it's about 60 foot down to the water, it would be near impossible to mend. Seven corners in this lighthouse, the middle four have got a tower, and we've got three closets, so they don't waste any room. Here's one it's very small in this corner here. It's only about about as big as a person, and we have a mat here on the floor that was made in 1982 for the great-great-granddaughter of our first lighthouse keep. Keeper Mr. Leslie. She's made it an island stocking. She's backed it with a blanket. It should be actually hanging on the wall. But no, nah, she wanted it on the floor. This marble top washstand was actually in the lighthouse back in eighteen seventy two and belonged to Mr and Mrs. Leslie. And their sons family gave it back in nineteen eighty. It is absolutely perfect. There's not a blister on it. It has the wash bowl and the jug, which is a match. And here's one of our other closets. And as the children lived on the lighthouse here for 60 years, I, I stir them up. I tell them that those days when they misbehave, mum or dad brought them up here and shut them in this cupboard till they come good.
1: How often do you think they would go to shore?
0: When they lived out here, there was one lighthouse keeper, would be a fortnight. One would be here a week and the other one was home a week and they'd rotate each week. One occasion, the fisherman contractor brought the third family up, put them on the jetty, went to his cray pots. After In the afternoon, he came back through to pick the family up. It was too rough. He said, too dangerous, so he left them here. And there was 11 children and six grown-ups living in these buildings for over a week before the sea came smooth enough to change over. So they would have been fairly crowded.
1: OK, let's go up to the next floor.
0: The 78 s- steps in the tower to until we get up to the next short ladder of seven steps. winding the weight up now.
1: So how much weight and how long would it take you? The weight is 144 pounds
0: and it takes about four minutes to wind to the top. If it freewheels down without being touched, it'll go down in an hour and a half. But the person on duty... Had to wind this weight up every hour so as he had time up his sleeve if he got held up, the light wouldn't stop rotating.
1: We're now standing outside the lighthouse on one of the top floors looking out over Kingston Bay. And Frank, you're going to tell me where the lighthouse used to be. Can we see it from here? On a clear day, you can. So you follow the shore around there
0: look up to the surface of the sea there, follow along the edge there, you should see that tower about, well, it's 17 metres above the water. And on a clear day, you can see that, and that's where this used to be.
1: We're now up at the very top after climbing a very steep ladder. And I'm looking into an incredible pattern of mirrors.
0: The prisms here, they cost... 3,000 English pounds in 1864 and they're really priceless now because if they get busted we can't replace them so they're very very valuable and we have to be very careful with them 1728 prisms here altogether.
1: Oh, oh, man, all together
0: light about 2003 it was rumoured that the government was going to shift the tower completely because it was a danger to the public and the fishermen use it use this tower guiding by the posts underneath so as they go through the only gap through the rocks to safely go to their cray pots and there was a real stir about having it shifted and Mr Mock a local farmer from up at Mandala he thought it was a ridiculous thing to do too so one afternoon he went out there and he had his tent and his tucker his telephone his camera and he took the took the picture we have him in the lighthouse and after he'd set up camp he rang up on his portable phone ABC down Channel 8 at Mount Gamby and told him what was going to happen to the tower and he, and he wound up by saying that he was camped on it, he's staying on it and they could drop him in when they dropped the tower Well he'd only been there about three hours when this came over the news and the folk down Adelaide heard it and they had the police get in touch with him. And told him if he wasn't off it pronto, they'd jail him for trespassing on the lighthouse tower. So he sent a picture, a miniature picture of this one we have here, to every politician in Adelaide, everyone in Canberra. Four years later, the tower was still there. They tried to give it to somebody, and the town didn't want it, fishermen didn't want it, and the parks didn't want it because there'd be somebody getting hurt on it, and there'd be compensation, etc., etc. So. There was a motion passed in Parliament and they shifted the ladder off and now when you can starve to death on it, break your neck off it, please yourself what you do off it, mum and dad can't sue anybody for the stupidity of their kids and that's how I reckon it ought to be.